Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Heartland Franchise Guy podcast, your insider's guide to franchises in the Heartland area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for education, resources, and advocacy for our local franchising field and for local entrepreneurs looking to learn more about the franchising field. You know, getting the right funding for your startup capital and ongoing operating capital for any franchise business is imperative, needless to say. Fortunately, one of the benefits about franchise opportunities is there's a lot of options when it comes to funding franchise business opportunities. And who better to talk about that than today's guest, Mr. Kelly Griefe, the VP of Commercial Banking for Northwest Bank. Thank you for joining us today, Kelly. Blake, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And just for starters, so speaking of the Heartland, you are a small town native of the Heartland area, right? Yes, the booming metropolis of Arlington, Nebraska. Oh, yeah, huge. Yeah. um, Grew up there uh, all 18 years of my childhood. Um, Spent a little time in college in Hastings, Mm -hmm. banking in Hastings. College, the hardest eight years of your life? Dr. Griefy, I think, is how you forgot to <laughs> present me. Is uh, got my doctorate there. Um, <laughs> spent some time in banking, uh, Hastings, Grand Island. Uh, moved back here, closer to home. Uh, boy, nine years ago now. Wow. And uh, yeah, uh, lucky to have family close by, uh, still in Arlington. So uh, yeah, happy to be back. Happy to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you. And how about a little bit on your professional background? And don't forget how we met through SCORE. Yes. Um, So professional background, oh, couldn't sing or dance. Parents didn't want me to move home. Um, (laughs) So found a job out of college um, in Hastings, uh, in banking, luckily. Um, Probably still the worst hire that that president had done at the time. I doubt it. But no, have been doing commercial lending, uh, boy, 15, 16 years now. Um, in that time, been very fortunate to be able to volunteer with organizations, SCORE, like you mentioned, Blake, um, just a fantastic way to be able to help, uh, whether it's entrepreneurs, um, taught some classes on fin- uh, how, to, uh, how to write the perfect business plan, Yeah, um, done some boots to business that you have been a part of, helping right. folks out at uh, Offit when they retire. Um, yeah, very, very fortunate. Well, thank you for that background. And yeah, I, I, never, uh, I never lose an opportunity to shamelessly plug what SCORE does nationally and locally. It used to be, used to be the uh, Senior Corps of Retired Executives, and then they went the KFC way and just went with the acronym. And it's, <laughs> it's the SBA's free mentoring and coaching arm. And they exist in all communities, Omaha, Des Moines, Lincoln, et cetera, where there's an SBA office. Um, I actually referred a client, um, this was 10 or 12 years ago, um, that needed yeah. some help on the next stage of their business. That's how I heard a score. Yeah. Was, 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 that, uh, was that long ago? It is. I've always said it is our tax dollars put to really good use because you've got, first of all, retirees who will tell you the truth about everything, retired <laughs> business owners or just, or just business owners who want to volunteer their time, right? And value being able to provide some some mentorship to aspiring or existing entrepreneurs who want to grow their business. Yeah, hundred hundred percent, absolutely. Great, great connections through there as well. Um, if if you had a question regarding any industry, I would 
I would challenge you to find somebody in SCORE that doesn't know somebody in that industry. You know, that's really well said. I never thought about it that way, but you're right. There are people from, from every industry, from every field. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for your service to the community. Oh, thank you. Now let's get into the <laughs> tough questions. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. We can do it. We can do it. So I led with, of course, this is the Heartland Franchise guy, and franchising is the, is the context. Tell me a little bit about, you said, I've heard you say before, you know, we like lending to franchises. Obviously not to all. Right. But what is it about franchises that you like in the lending industry? Sure. Um, you know, a, a, lot of the, a lot of the background, the work, um, if it is a franchise, mm-hmm. has been done for us. Um, it is it is not a reinvention of the wheel when we look at historically how have these types of businesses in this type of industry quite possibly in this location yeah how have they done um, you know a lot of what we look at when we're underwriting to a franchise is uh, historically how have they performed um, and if it's if it's a franchise where we can gather as much data as possible. It really helps us in our decision making on is this a good investment? Or You've not? got your comps built in, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Good point. It's almost like cheating for us. So thank you <laughs> for, for what you do. <laughs> Don't worry, we can cut that out. <laughs> well, it's been a cra- franchising or not. It has been a crazy eighteen months in the lending industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, it, it'll be in a history book one day. I, no doubt. I guarantee it. Yeah, I guarantee the, uh, it. The studies are already being done, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, had, the, the I had hair 18 months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> My question to you, you, you're surrounded with a team of, of very accomplished folks, and you guys have done a lot of different things uh, amongst your team. And there's a real entrepreneurial spirit within Northwest Bank because you were the bank that went out to get loans and couldn't find a loan to start the bank. Yeah. yeah. So with that unique background and really being a, a bank that is integrated into the local community, tell me a little bit about trends that you're seeing right now. Uh, maybe it's industry-related trends, for example. Sure. Um, you know, as far as even on the franchising side of things, and, and maybe you and I had spoke about this before, um, if it's not a sheer volume of deals that we are seeing now, mm-hmm. um, the dollar amount in those deals seems to be larger than it has before. Is that right? Um, and, and now whether that, uh, you know, I, I can say that into franchising, but I can also look over at the real estate industry uh-huh. and say, if you had a construction project that you had booked 18 months ago, it is going to look vastly different than what it would today. Right. Um, that can go anywhere from the raw materials that you're using, the labor that goes into building that project, mm-hmm. if they can find that labor. Um, just the time frame um, has increased on all of those. And oh, again, yeah. if it's not a volume of projects that we're seeing, the, the dollar amounts in those projects are larger than we've seen before. And so what does that mean for you or for your team in a day-to-day? Does that, does that extend the timeline on <clears throat> analyzing the lending projects? You know, the, the, the analyzing part, um, and, and thank goodness we, I, I have a team um, that is much smarter than I am that can do <laughs> that part for me. Um, 
I don't think the analysis takes any longer. Um, we just have to understand on the front end that if this project was going to take 12 months, there's a chance that it's going to take 14 or 15 months. Okay. But it's okay. That, that, that's not a reason to think it was, it was a bad deal, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what industries do you guys really like right now? And by you guys, <clears throat> I won't be specific to sure. Northwest if you'd prefer not, but in the industry, what, what, what yeah. fields do you like? And, and are there fields that you're really not comfortable with mm-hmm. right now? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think there, there's a field that we would be uncomfortable with. Um, again, thankfully we have a, a team that can understand if it's a, if it's a one-off maybe that we have not seen before. Yeah. We have a group around us that has been in the industry for a very, very long time, um, which might be a polite way to say a lot of them have a bunch of gray hair. Uh, <laughs> but, but they're, but they are a resource. Um, yeah. those folks whether it's industry specific or not, haven't lived through what we just did, but they've been through the ups and downs. Right. Um, and, and I mean, that's something, I mean, that, that's not something you can create. I mean, that, that happens. Yeah. Uh, so I, we would never turn anything down by industry, so okay. to speak. Um, fortunately enough, where we are at, uh, we, we have the ability to work in any sort of industry, whether it mm-hmm. is a commercial industrial a franchise, um, a real estate deal. Yeah. If, if Blake turns me on to a franchisee, we have a great relationship over three years. He comes back and says, Kelly, I need to go build a building or buy a building. Well, that's great. You can still deal with me. It doesn't go to somebody else. It doesn't go to one of our experts in, in, that, uh, in that industry, in the, in the bank. So yeah. okay. very fortunate to be able to do that. No kidding. And speaking of that, <laughs> experts in the bank, what... Um, Looking at the Heartland area right now, the the Des Moines and Lincolns and <coughs> Omaha and surrounding areas, what do you guys see as the strengths? And I'm asking that question in the context of the time frame we're in right now. Yeah, right? we're we're still in the pandemic, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, you know what we've seen, I, I uh, is um, you know if we have if we have a group of we'll, we'll say contractors or manufacturers. Uh-huh. Um, Maybe the the back end of a uh, of a manufacturing facility that does the end work to it um, in the heartland, they seem to be doing pretty well still. Um, a lot of them are still flush with cash, which is never a bad place to be in. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't need to borrow any money at this time. <laughs> uh, but we, we can get to that, and we can get to that in another episode if we have to. Uh, but to your point. We're very fortunate to be where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with you on that. What do you think about um, the employment situation, the labor situation, right? Labor's tight. We're used to that around the Midwest. Don't get me wrong. But, um, do, does that give you any pause as a lender, as a financer? Sure. Um, you know, we are, believe it or not, uh, we still are a customer-facing industry, um, you know, we have we have a group of individuals that come into the bank still that drive through the teller line, mm-hmm. want to want to see that person. They want to know. It's like cheers, right? They want to know their name. Norm. Um, <laughs> hey, Norm. Uh, but it's it, it is a it is a scary thing to look forward and, and want to know what does the rest of the industry look like? Uh, 2008, 2009, when um, when they had the financial crisis. Uh, 
bankers almost had a connotation of being a bad thing. Whether that was the banker mm-hmm. on Wall Street, the banker here in Omaha, did not matter. Um, you had a gap of people that would go into the banking industry for a while. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if we're seeing that quite yet, if there's a large gap between here's our management, here's our next level of folks, and here's our other level of folks. Yeah. Um, but, but I hope that does not happen again. Yeah. Um, if, if you were to go out and Google Omaha, Nebraska teller right now, um, as I did this morning, <laughs> within a five-mile radius of the zip code that I searched, there was 96 openings. Mm-hmm. That's, that's some competition for sure. That is. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're going to, any one of the customers I would talk to or even somebody you'd run into a street on the street, they would probably echo the same sentiment that the good help is, is hard to find right now. Yeah, in my day job, it's, you know, a lot of the questions I get um, start with what are the franchises out there that require little, if any, staff, not only to start, but to grow and scale. Sure. And maybe you can help me with this. So of the, how many franchises do you guys, if we went to your website, FranNet right About now. 250. Yeah. Um, it would probably be, should be a major concern of somebody saying, okay, I'm going to open a franchise and I need to hire five people right away. How do I do it? Right. Where do I look? Yeah. And is the franchise going to help me with it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good point. Good point. Uh, Switching subjects real quick. You guys participate with many, if not all of the SBA programs, right? SBA lending programs. Yeah. 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 Thoughts on that? I'll throw a softball for you, but thoughts on um, trends or just what you're seeing with the SBA lending program right now overall? Sure. Um, First and foremost, uh, as the SBA used to be, um, uh, quote unquote, the lender of last resorts, Uh Um, if it was five, eight, 10 years ago, if a bank traditionally couldn't get a deal done, we would say, well, put an SBA guarantee on it and let's see what will happen. That that's not the case anymore. Um, the SBA is truly um, an add-on to what the banks can do now. Whether okay. that's a longer amortization, uh, a different rate, a fixed rate, um, they have a purpose and it, they serve it very, very well. Um, that's going back from the PPP loans that were going on a year and a half ago to uh, the programs they have right now. If it's a seven A or Express loan, get one approved before. September 30th, they're waiving all the fees and they'll make some payments for you for, uh, for three months. So every program, again, it's, whether it's a 504, a 7A, an Express, um, whether it's any of the revitalization grants that they took a part in, the idle grants that they took a part in, yep. um, I, they've done a tremendous job over, over the past 18 months. I, 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 don't, I don't know of any other group that could have done collectively what they did. I mean, it, it, w- it was really amazing yeah it was was an interesting time to be involved in it for sure and circling back to something you said that was really important there you you referenced some of the sba debt relief programs and that was all about some of the stimulus programs that are allowing for forgiveness or i should say payment on direct payment on uh initial months of loans yeah right it was um SBA loans. Yeah, it was it was in in my time in lending, Blake. It was the most humbling part of my career. Um, humbling. Well, I mean, 
it, it, it's one thing to be able to uh, go out, help somebody buy a, buy a building. It's going to be their new office. It's going to be their new office for, from here on out. Yeah. Um, when you look back, and we'll talk about the PPP loans specifically, mm-hmm. uh, designed to keep people employed. When you go back and you get text messages and phone calls from customers that said, we really don't know what we would have done without um, without you guys stepping up and doing a PPP loan. And again, not, not just Northwest Bank, every bank, Nebraska, Iowa, wherever, did, did fulfill those PPP loans. But you would drive home at night after, believe it or not, 12-hour day for a banker. I know it's hard, to, and everybody's <laughs> sitting down in this room, so it didn't Zero any, holes of golf. <laughs> it didn't catch anybody off guard. Um, but you would drive home and get that text message and say, hey, because of you, I can go home and sleep tonight. Oh, wow. That's huge. That, I mean, that, that, yeah, you don't expect that. Yeah. yeah. I, I experienced some of that, but uh, I wasn't the one that was the hero <laughs> like you guys were, so I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that probably... Kept you guys going. and I mean, hey, everybody knows now, right? We're, we're sitting here in Nebraska right now. Um, broke records for PPP loans given, and that says a lot about how hard the banking industry worked. Yeah. I mean, we were, <clears throat> we're, a, we're an institution of 28, 29, maybe 30 branches by now. Yeah. Um, we did 3,670 PPP loans. Yeah. For $288 million. Holy smokes. Um, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's an institution. And again, community banks all across the country had to figure out what's our compliance look like? Mm-hmm. How do we document these things? Um, if we didn't have DocuSign, how are we quite possibly going out and meeting 3,670 people right. face-to-face to sign these? Um, and all the, all the while... The goalpost was moving on us a couple times too. So <laughs> sometimes so, the night before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You thought you may have something down and uh, and a system in place, and it changed. And and sometimes it just had to. That was the world we were living in at the time. But for for institutions to be able to figure out how to how to do that from start to finish, it was it was incredible. Let me go back because we're get we're getting near the end of our time here. And yeah. thank you for sharing that piece. I mean, that really humanizes the industry you're in, by the way. Yeah. But I realized as we're wrapping up here, for the benefit of folks who are first-time um, business owners or want to be, and they're looking at the lending programs, what I didn't do is stop and ask you to kind of explain a little bit what exactly, what role does SBA have in these SBA lending programs? The SBA doesn't actually give the loans. No, no. So um, it, anytime you get, quote unquote, an SBA loan. It's going to be the bank's capital. It's going to be the bank's uh-huh. loan. The SBA is uh, as on there as an additive to it. So okay. uh, I'm buying a book of business from somebody or I'm starting a franchise. Mm-hmm. There's, there's blue sky or goodwill in that franchise because the work has been done before you in large part. The SBA comes in and can enhance uh, the way a bank can lend money. Let's say they guarantee 70% of that loan. That makes the bank feel pretty comfortable that, um, you know, worst case scenario, this doesn't work out. We have something else to fall back on. Um, and again, the SBA does that without taxpayer money. Right, right. And, and wants to do that because they realize and run the numbers and track the fact that 
small businesses create most of the jobs in this country, right? Is it 99%? It's in the 90s. Yeah. 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 Uh, so no, they, they are an absolute advocate when it comes to starting a business, acquiring a business. Don't really know what we would do if there was not a program like that, regardless of what program it is through the SBA. Yeah. Well, thanks for the clarifications. I yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. One more question for you. <laughs> um, have, have you had mentors in your professional life? Oh, so you, 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 I, you had posed this question to me maybe, maybe late last night or early this morning. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, uh, I have, um, you know, whether it was the, the first bank that hired me, I had a manager that I very, very, res- very much respected at that point in time. Um, he was a commercial lender. He was the vice president in Hastings at the time. Okay. Still very close with him today. Um, our, our president here in Omaha, John, um, has passion beyond anybody I have ever seen in banking. And he didn't pay me more to say that. You ask anybody uh, about him and they will tell you that. And that's very refreshing for, for somebody like me to know those people still exist in this industry. Yeah. Um, you could ask John about banking right now. Um, I don't know if we'd have enough time in the afternoon. Uh, and, and he shouldn't take that. <laughs> a in long a, podcast. Exactly. He shouldn't take that in a bad way because I, I, think, I think those people are harder and harder to find um, regardless of the industry that they have. So, yeah, a uh, couple mentors, um, some outside of banking yeah. that, um, uh, that have helped me along the way. And, again, like I mentioned before, I'm, I'm thankful to have a family. Uh, that's been super supportive right here nearby. So that's, uh, that helps too. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Speaking of sharing, how can people get a hold of you, Kelly? Oh my goodness. Um, we had two locations here in Omaha, mm-hmm. 144th and Arbor, 96th and Giles, uh-huh. uh, new bank opening this fall on, uh, 168th and Maple street. Um, I myself, uh, you can get me at K Griefy. K-G-R-E-F-E at N-W-dot-bank. We just changed to dot bank from from dot com. It throws me for a loop still. Easier to remember, though. Yeah, yeah. But no, those are going to be the best best way to get a hold of me. You can call the branch, 402-537-0300. They'll they'll find me whether I'm on the golf course or not. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate it. That's going to be a wrap for us for today's episode. Thank you again to Kelly Griefy with you, Northwest Mike. Bank, NW.Bank, <laughs> <laughs> for being with us today. That's going to wrap our episode for today on the Heartland Franchise Guy. Thanks for all of you for joining us, and we'll see you again on a podcast soon. A Huda Media Production.